0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: So many good memories have been made over the years between me and my dad and, and, you know, that father-son hunting bond. But now looking at this property and the family aspect of it, I see even more memories to come, you know, than have already even been made. And I can't wait. It's going to be awesome.
0: You got
2: her, dude. She's down. Let's go, dude. I just shot a deer of a lifetime. Freaking smoked him.
1: One with nature, and if you're a believer, one with God. Definitely gets your heart pumping. What you are in trouble? Fall Obsession Podcast. what's happening guys welcome back another fall obsession podcast episode driven by our friends over at elite archery i am sam with fall obsession your fall obsession podcast host and i appreciate you guys joining us again for another week's episode this is a part two Um, we've done this a couple times in the past and it seems to have worked out pretty good just uh, taking those longer conversations those longer episodes and splitting them over a couple um, just to kind of give you guys a little bit more content and Uh, And spread it out a little bit more so this conversation is the follow up to last week's conversation between myself, our media production manager Nick Powell and our marketing manager Drew Tordick this was an in-house podcast just with our own guys, it is a super casual laid back conversation we're just talking hunting, we're talking about our properties and we're talking about what it's going to take for all of us this year to kill a big deer, so it's a really good conversation, if you haven't heard part one yet, go back and listen to it it's the episode right before this one, um, and beyond that, this is part two. So we are going to pick it back up right where the conversation left off last week, um, talking about our Texas properties, Drew and his Minnesota property, and again, what each of us are doing this year to hopefully put a big deer on the ground. Listen in.
2: Kind of different tactics and different different styles. It's interesting to see.
1: Is that a fire truck at your place, Drew?
2: Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I'll mute myself, Nick. You can talk about <laughs> Uh Well, the cool thing about, about Apple is, like Sam was saying earlier, they have a corn additive. Um, and this corn additive is probably the size of a one liter Coke. I mean, if, if, you know, everybody, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the size of a one liter Coke, uh, like a bottle of, of soda, or It's whatever.
1: smaller than that. You think so? I had it in my hand last weekend. It it's smaller than a than a liter of Coke. Man, it, it's a it's a bag, like it's only like eight to ten inches tall and you can hold and fit it in one hand and it's just powder is all it is. But they say in the direction Maybe half a liter. Maybe half. yeah, maybe half a liter. It but it, it says <laughs> you know, they say it treats like two thousand pounds of corn or something ridiculous yeah. like that. It's crazy.
2: So it lasts a long time, and then they have the ad, the uh, attractant uh, to keep them coming back, pretty much, and uh, and then they also have a scent cover, and uh, it's genius uh, how they actually came up with their system and how their system actually works because they have an attractant that smells like green apple, they have the corn additive that smells like green apple, but they also have a scent cover before you go in, that smells like green apple and you can spray your clothes with it. And then uh, they have a wind checker that smells like green apple. And so that the deer are very familiar with this smell already. And so if you put it all over your stuff, they're never going to know you're there.
1: So it, it, it's interesting because I was actually, I was going to touch on almost the exact same thing too. And just consistency in what you're feeding or what you have on your property folks will talk about you know how well deer have never tasted a green apple before how are they supposed to know what that tastes like or anything well a kid may have never had a certain type of candy before but you give it to them they're gonna like it you know it, it it's a similar concept and um you know one, once they get a taste for it they're familiar with it. it it's something that they know is out there and and to your point exactly nick you you if you stay within VAPL's range of products or it, it we we are partnering with Vapple we're very thankful to to have that be the case i know there's plenty of other companies out there that guys might use and it's applicable to other guys companies who might be doing a similar thing you know but we use Vapple and that's how their system is is set up to where you know if you run their full line of products your scents are consistent whether it's in your feed your cover scents your wind checkers any of that stuff it's all consistent and it's not foreign to the deer and again we're starting literally from square one the first feeder on the property we're running vapple from day one so it's going to be a familiar concept to the deer from here on out so yeah and i've never uh i've never been in
2: a big scent eliminator scent cover like i've never bought any other scent covers before this and so this will be my first year actually using uh, a scent cover of any kind in the deer stand and so i've used the attractants um and everything like that but i've never used an actual scent cover so I'm, i'm looking forward to seeing what the results look like this year
1: yeah absolutely same here Well, so we talked about these bow setups. I'm gonna touch real quick on the remainder of the property and some stuff on our cameras as well. And then Nick, I'll throw it to you for anything else that you have to add. But as we, as we alluded to in our previous podcast, I really think that um, there's two, two real different distinct s- spots in this property. There's the southern end of this property that's gonna be good for bow hunting and bow stand setups. And then there's the northern end of this property with more power lines, more wide open areas, more hills, that's gonna be good for rifle hunting. And for those who don't know, the the people that are on this property it's nick his dad my dad and then me so there's four of us on here nick and i are bow hunters and both of our dads are rifle hunters so it's really going to be pretty awesome to be able to set up and and have the best of both worlds if you will and have our dads be able to to have some decent rifle stand setups i went through i haven't put any rifle blinds or any uh feeders or anything like that i know and i know we're late to the game too on on everything but we're doing the best with what we got to work with this year here. But I'm actually heading out um, Here next week It will already happen at the point that this episode's coming out But my dad and I are going back out there To get some of his uh, his rifle stuff Set up too um, So we at least have something in place a little bit Before the season kicks off here Um but all as I say, there's going to be a distinct. There's two distinct areas that are going to be good for two different types of hunting, and it's really cool that the property has that to offer. You know, I, I'm. I think it's going to be really good for us. And two, the the rifle hunters can be on the northern end of the property, and they can be in their own. You know, bullet slinging world up there, and really not disturb anything in the archery world on the south side is is what's pretty cool. The way the property is laid out and the topography, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty happy about that too. Uh, but real quick on our cameras too, because I know we've I've mentioned several times, you know, getting these getting these updates on on where deer are, and I haven't come out and said it, but this year is my is my first year as a hunter running the cell cameras, the you know the cellular ones, and we are not for Full disclosure, for our listeners' sake, we are not affiliated with any, at the time of this podcast, with any trail cam company, so these are trail cams that we have bought with our own money, based on the opinions of others. Um, so this year, we got some SpyPoint cameras out there, and, you know, SpyPoint, I'm, I'm going to say that I'm a fan, because it's it's been great so far. The setup has been easy, uh, granted, with, like any cell camera, you got to have a at least a little bit of cell service in the area, you know, to be able to, to get some coverage and be able to receive your pictures. But again, I I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, how we want to have the, um, you know i want to get all the bow stuff set up as much as possible so that we can stay out of that area with that big deer in there as much as possible you know because that's how we're that's how we're going to kill a big buck is doing the recon remotely you know with something like that we're using technology to our advantage so the trail camera that i got that picture of that big buck on um that i had a wild game innovation camera out there i moved that camera and i swapped it with a spy point so that we can get cell pics of that spot every single day so we know when that deer's in there and what time and what he's doing we get live updates and then obviously the the bow blind setup that we have that's also a cell camera and then the other cell cameras are kind of mixed with card pulls but we're like i mentioned at the beginning of the episode we're going to be moving them throughout the property and trying to do as much recon and gather as much intelligence as we can a lot of people like to find a good spot you know put it on a trail and they start seeing deer there they're like oh i'm going to keep that camera there there's deer there well for me what i've that's been my thought process you know on the smaller properties that i've hunted up till now is you know oh i got a spot with some deer i'm going to keep a camera there to see what's coming in this first year on this property, that whole mentality is being changed because now I'm putting a camera up on a trail, I'm seeing deer on that trail, I'm moving that camera because now I know there's deer there. Now I know the deer are traveling there. I have an idea of, okay, there's, you know, I got a bunch of two and a half, three and a half year old bucks walking the trail. I got does, I got pigs, but now I want to learn about somewhere else. So now I got to pack that camera up and move it somewhere else so that we can figure out what's going on somewhere else on the property. And it's not, you know, it's not your, like I said, your traditional way of thinking of, okay, there's, there's deer here. Let's, let's, watch this area no we we have to learn as many areas as we can we only have so many cameras to do it with and honestly i feel like we have a lot of cameras probably for you know a group of guys at least more on a property than i've ever seen i know between you and your dad and me i know we probably have over 10 out there you know um not all cell cams but still cameras so um but moving them around gathering intel and trying to figure out where stuff is and what's going on that's that's how it happens and you got to move cameras to be able to do that so
2: that's a good point that you talk about the mentality changing uh and i feel like because this property was so we were so unfamiliar with it we didn't know nobody really knew if they were, they knew like the uh, neighboring properties were, were being hunted, but this property had never been hunted before, so they didn't know what kind of, of activity it had. And in the past, at least for me, we've been a little bit familiar with, okay, we know there's deer here, let's see what kind of deer are here. Yeah. So we won't keep the cameras in the same place where like, exactly like you said, we don't know where the deer are moving, and because nobody's familiar with this property, so we have to move them around and keep them mobile in order to figure out how these deer are moving so we can pattern them correctly.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna, like I said, recon intelligence for year one, Honestly, a lot, a lot in year two as well, and then year two to year three is going to be where we start figuring out more permanent setups. Those setups where you, it's classic. You, you know, it's your, it's your favorite stand. You know that kind of stuff, and then you can start incorporating food plots and all that other kind of stuff into it. That's year two, year three. Year one, year two is is recon and intelligence, and and that's where we're at right now. So, and so far, I feel like we're doing a pretty good job. I'm, I'm really excited to get back out there actually with my dad get his uh rifles set up going and uh move some more cameras around you know see what's see what else is going on I'm, i'm pretty excited and um one more thing to speak to the spy point again we're not sponsored by spy point but i've been i've been pleased with the product so far again spent spent our own money on it um but the, the the photo quality you can they have different settings and different plans and stuff that you can upgrade or pay for or, or however you want to do it to to have the best quality photo that you can get i have the medium quality it tells me what i need to know about the deer it's it's not the you know it's not the clearest most high resolution photo in the world by any means but it tells me what i need to know and the transmission has been consistent i've been doing just transmitting my photos once a day um at noon every day is what i've just been doing right now since it's not hunting season um I don't want to do multiple times a day there's not really a reason to not during the hunting season and it just wears down the battery more uh, by doing that so but i've been i've been really pleased with it so far um i've actually I've actually had to upgrade a couple of my plans on my photos because the deer won't leave my feeder alone. <laughs> so I keep getting pictures. So I had to upgrade my plan to, to be able to get a few more pictures. And in doing so, I actually had to reach out to spy point customer service to, um, to ask them a couple questions and they were super helpful and, uh, and got me squared away pretty quick. So nothing negative to say about them, man. Again, this is, this is a product that we're not affiliated with. This is unbiased. This is, uh, it, it, it's a good Product for the price, in in my opinion, and if you're looking for a cell cam, it's it's one to check out. So, um,
2: and I'll I'll add to that and say that if any of our listeners have any contacts of game cameras or uh, game camera companies. To reach out, you know what I
1: mean. <laughs> we're always open. <laughs> yeah, we're we're always open. We're always willing. And if you work for SpyPoint, I'd love to talk to you. So, <laughs> for sure. For but sure. and but on that note, SpyPoint also has for from hunter to hunter. SpyPoint has a pretty cool referral program for hunters to be able to help each other out um, with referring stuff. So if you guys uh, if you guys are gonna get a SpyPoint and um, want to get it set up, when you activate it there'll be an opportunity for you guys to put in a referral code or a referral email. And from doing so, you guys will actually get a discount off of some spy point products. Following that, if you put in a referral code, when you activate your device, you can put in Sam at fall and, uh, save yourself some money in the future. Just throwing that out there. So, <laughs> but anyway, I'll, uh, I'll throw it to you, Nick. If you want to talk about, um, your Anna, property real quick and uh all that
2: i had to to mention one thing and that's getting the family out there yes uh my wife has never been a big hunter she just hasn't had opportunity and so being raised hunting and ever since i was a little kid having two little boys now i'm super excited to get them out there maybe not right now because they're only you know two months old and two years old but uh, <laughs> definitely in the years to come we'll get them out there and uh You know just have because speaking about my Anna property it's not a very target rich environment but there there are big deer for sure but there's not many of them and it's difficult with a small because my property is really small and so it's really difficult to be in the right place at the right time yeah with that being said when my wife's going with me and there's not many targets to look at it's not very exciting so I'm excited to have this uh, opportunity to get her out there and get her right in front of some deer and maybe shoot one where she can be there with me and maybe get her one if she likes it. So, yeah, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there and I know you're in the same boat. So.
1: Yeah, man, I'm I'm in the same boat. We, the family side of it too with having your own property like this is going to be really cool being able to have them out there. And like you said, have the boys and everything grow up and be able to become hunters themselves out there. And obviously it'll be documented along the way too which will be awesome but the uh you know the the property just has so much potential for family stuff because we haven't even mentioned it but there's three stock ponds on the property so you know there's opportunities just to to take the kids fishing and you know stock ponds you know you can look at however you want you are like yeah there's fish in there you know you're going to fish you're going to catch well when you're teaching a kid to fish you know that's that's pretty awesome you know that they can be able to throw throw a line out there and actually catch a fish have something to remember have something to be excited about want to go fishing you know that for example so my own and my wife too you know she's she's hunted before she's never killed a deer and i'm excited to hopefully this year be able to get her out there she's got her bow she's you know practicing everything so she's she's wanting to wanting to stick one this year so i'm hoping that we can get her a doe or something out there this first year or maybe a big buck. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> but... Um, no, with luck, going to be the one to kill it. Yeah, she's going to hunt once, and that freaking giant's going to walk out in front of her. Yeah. But anyway, just, you know, being able to hopefully have her, you know, she's she's kind of had a, a bad luck streak, you know, in the hunting world. She's hunt, tried to hunt for a couple years now with no success, so I'm hoping that that can change this year. And be exciting for her. I am going to have to buy a camper though, because, you know, we can't have any permanent structures on the property. That's the only, that's the biggest rule right there. And Mm -hmm. my wife's not going to sleep in a tent. So we're, (laughs) we're buying a, I was shopping campers today, actually, so gonna have to do, right. gonna All have right. to do yeah, that. Yeah,
2: luckily, luckily this property isn't too far out in the boonies, and it's actually just right outside of town. So yeah, if, you, if we have to get a hotel for the time being, that's probably a, what our plan is
1: gonna yeah. be. But worst case,
2: my my wife's for sure not sleeping in a tent. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> go ahead drew so
2: like nick said earlier if anybody knows any camper reps
0: and anybody mm. wants to hook us up with a camper yeah you know and, and say we're in the market so yeah absolutely.
1: and soon because i'm looking to buy pretty quick so much much appreciate if you know anything <laughs> about them Man. Yeah, i got
2: a question for both
1: you guys <laughs> yeah
2: you know sam it yeah. was it was kind of a cool deal to see you and your dad at that staff hunt uh what talk a little bit about what it means to be involved in a project like this. And I guess, Nick, you too, you know, with your dad and what that's like to have sort of a multi-generational thing going and something that eventually you'll be able to get your kids in on. That's, that's
1: a real cool deal. Absolutely. Yeah, man. The, so I've grown up hunting with my dad. My dad's the one who got me into hunting, you know, when I was like six years old. So, um, I have So many awesome memories, more memories than any other point in my hunting life, pretty much in my opinion of, you know, being a kid out there with my dad, camping in a tent on our deer lease in, you know, central Texas. And just, it it was an awesome lease. It was an awesome property. I I really wish that having the knowledge I do now that I could have been on that property now, you know, because it had so much potential, could have done so much more with it, but neither here nor there. Being able to hunt with my dad growing up and everything, and it's kind of a cool story too because we, you know, I, I went from kid to to teenager to you know young adult and everything, and as as I grew up, I hunted with my dad less and less you know I mean we still shared the hunting bond and everything but we'd show up to go hunt and he would go to his stand and I would go to mine you know we never sat together we never hunted together and in 20 Seventeen, I want to say, um, and we have the hunt on film actually too on our on our website. But it was the first time in like a decade that I had gotten to actually sit in the same stand with my dad while he hunted in the hill country down in Texas and shot a big deer, um, and I was able to be there and film for him. That was the first time for me to kind of reconnect at that level with them and be able to sit in the same stand with them and. I missed that, you know, you don't realize how much you miss that until, uh, in my opinion, until you did it again. I was like, holy crap, this has been forever since I got to do this with my dad. And then since <laughs> since then, you know, it's it's been a balancing act. We haven't had a lease. We've been searching for a lease in Texas. And I know la- in the last podcast where we talked about this property, we talked about how hard it is to find a deer lease in the state of Texas or how expensive they are and how fortunate we are with the opportunity we have. So being able to finally be on a deer lease with my dad again, being able to share camp with them being able to even just share the drive out there and back with them you know um and, and i know there's you know i'm like i said i'm a bow hunter he's a rifle hunter so there's still going to be that aspect of him going to his stand me going to mine but we're back we're back hunting together you know it's not me going off on a hunt in montana while he stays home or him being able to to do this or you know we're, we're doing something together we're we're participating in this together and and i'm super excited and super stoked for that and then to add the multi generational effect with my son who's only three right now but it won't be won't be long at all before he's i mean he's going to be out there this year you know we'll we'll go camping or stuff like that or you know to the pond limb throw rocks whatever he wants to do but (laughs) the uh you know it won't be long before he's actually in the deer stand you know and he's experiencing that and i look forward to that because i'm gonna be able to look at that and see myself when i started you know at six years old you know i'm gonna be able to remember that and then to also have my dad out there on the same property and to be able to send wyatt and pops you know out to go sit in a blind together or something like that i know i know my dad's gonna eat that up too you know so it's i'm looking forward to it man there's so so many good memories have been made over the years between me and my dad and and you know that father-son hunting bond but now looking at this property and the family aspect of it I see even more memories to come you know than have already even been made and i can't wait it's gonna be awesome
2: yeah and, and i'm gonna give i'm gonna basically echo everything that sam <laughs> just said because it's, it's pretty much exactly the same just about because um, my dad got me into it when i was knee high to a grasshopper some would say and i've been doing it ever since and We've been fortunate enough to to come across a lease that it, it wasn't ours, but we were given permission to hunt on it uh, a few times. But that was kind of the same situation. Uh, it was it was over a decade ago, and so we were lucky in 2012 when Collin County, which is the county that we live in, uh, started a bow season uh, for the first time ever. And uh, so, me and my dad have kind of had that kind of bond that we've been able to, to hold on to because we haven't had a lease like this. And so we've been able to put stands up and move stands around and make food plots and do all that stuff every year because we put in all the hard work and even though we haven't been successful it's been, we've made memories you know, drip and sweat down in the woods together and we might not be sitting in a stand every every single time because we have little, you know, tripod, one-seater tripods or tree stands that we're, that we're hanging up but just like Sam said, we're it's going to be the it's just as cool to be sitting in a stand with a rifle with my dad again, and then also having my sons come up and and uh hopefully loving it just as much as I did when I was that age, so yeah uh, but like you said, I don't know what it is about throwing things into water that, kids <laughs> lack, but they just freaking love it, man so, <laughs> yeah, we can do that
1: yeah that there'll probably be a lot of that in the years to come, yeah. <laughs> Well, man, um, th- this has been an awesome conversation. I enjoyed it. W- you 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 threw out your Anna property real quick, and we keep we keep veering off, and it's all been good. It's been good veers. <laughs> but you have a big deer on that yes, place this year. Yes. Tell us about it.
2: So this deer. Uh... This is the second year in, in a row for sure that I've seen him. I'll have to go back and look through my pictures to see if we've gotten him on camera other years, but this, this is for sure the deer that, uh, we saw yesterday and there were pictures that we've posted, um, last year around this time of this deer back and he's even bigger than he was last year. So I don't know how well he's going to score. I mean, score's not all that big of a deal, but, um, he's very large. He's got, uh, A split g2 on his right side and it splits closer to the base so he's got six on one side and five on the other um and he's probably only 16 17 inches wide but man he's freaking tall and he's got a lot of mass and so i know he's a big deer and so if i could shoot that i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm probably i don't know
1: (laughs) Well, hopefully between the two of us and our dads or whatever, there'll be at least two big deer on the ground in some form or fashion yeah. by some combination of hunters somewhere. That That's the goal. So, <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hope so. It's
2: cool too because like in Texas, uh, there's a month of archery only season. Uh, it's like archery only season for like a month and rifle or general season starts after that. And so my dad, uh, he hunts with a crossbow cause he's too old to pull the bow back. And then my little sister, she's not strong enough to pull the bow back. So she hunts with a crossbow as well. And uh, Anna is where we hunt and it's, it's bow only. There's no rifles at all. And so uh, they have it set up to where you can hunt with a crossbow during general season only. And so I have a whole month uh when archery season starts to hunt by myself and so i'm i'm freaking excited so dang will be able to make it happen
1: your dad's gonna be jealous
2: i hope so <laughs> i don't care it's his fault he's the one who got me into this
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah blame him blame him <laughs> well guys this has been an awesome talk i have enjoyed it a lot i appreciate you guys taking time today to to jump on here and and just talk some hunting with with us it's uh it's been good to just hang out for a podcast episode or two however this is going to get divvied up so appreciate y'all coming on man thank y'all
2: yeah you bet i'm glad to be here that
1: was fun well guys i'll give you all my spiel uh before we go if you haven't already Uh, Hit that follow and subscribe button on whatever podcast app you are listening on. We are on all major podcast platforms. Wherever you listen, we should be there. Um, As well as our website, FallObsession.com, and our YouTube channel. Um, Go check us out. FallObsession.com is our hub. That's where you guys can find all of our um, content, videos, photos, reviews, wild game recipes, miniseries, podcast, you name it it's on there so go check it out website just had a had a makeover too so we got uh, kind of a new setup on there too so you need, guys need to go take a look uh, fallobsession.com slash podcast that's where you guys can go to find our podcast episodes on our website and there's a form on there where you guys can fill it out to provide feedback um, if you have any topic or guest suggestions, general feedback or questions you want to ask during an episode you can shoot them over to us over there and we'd be happy to Throw them in an episode. Social media Facebook, Instagram go hit those up, subscribe to our YouTube. We post daily on our socials weekly new videos multiple videos a week on our youtube and our podcast if we haven't said already comes out every single monday morning we're we're dropping a new episode so a lot of good content there for you guys almost forgot too because we moved it from the beginning to the end of the episode but elite archery go check those guys out too they're good partners of ours um, we're happy be we run their equipment they're good quality equipment um, so go give them a follow on social check out their website and most importantly go to your local dealer and shoot one if you haven't already check them out and even if it's been years since you shot one man their new bows these these days are are rocking and uh we we believe in them we we wouldn't be using them if we didn't so go go to your local dealer and take the elite shootability challenge for sure um couple other quick things to throw in as we as we conclude we have a new thing on our website called our pro shop finder Uh, we're basically trying to put together a list for you guys of vetted and approved archery shops that we trust and believe in across the entire united states um it's a small list we're just starting out we're building the foundation we're starting to get new shops signing on from different parts of the country so if you go to an archery shop and you trust them you believe them they're your guys if you run an work at an archery shop run an archery shop or own an archery shop feel free to reach out to us fallobsession.com slash pro shop or you can just go to our website and you'll find it easily from there but Uh, We want to hear about it if you have a good shop We want to know about them We want to be able to talk to them and we want to get them involved because sharing information and sharing quality service like that is uh, Is what we're here for that's what we do and what we want to do So we want to get them involved in our pro shop finder if they're not already so um, Go check that out. It's a new feature also, we have a hunt coming up with some awesome guys with NABS N-A-A-B-S stands for North American Association of Blind Sportsmen. Other partners like Adapted Pursuits TV, JRA Adventures, um hunting for vets a lot of great organizations that we're partnering with to put together a charity hunt this fall for um, six blind or visually impaired sportsmen they're all going on a mule deer hunt a hunt that they wouldn't get to do otherwise we're working with all these guys and uh, and Lance Mathena to put this together and make this happen so if you guys want more info on that hunt or how you can help how you can contribute you can go to our website it's on our homepage, um, or you can go to nabs.com org and find more info on that so throwing that out there for you guys as well but i think i about hit everything and then some so i think we're we're good to hang it up but again guys appreciate y'all coming on nick drew hope you guys have a good rest of your day and uh hopefully it's not too long before we're all back on here together yep thanks sam and hey yep. everyone like like sam said make sure you like follow and subscribe on all of our different social media Really yeah. help get that message out absolutely All right, guys. Appreciate y'all coming on. Followers, listeners, thank y'all for tuning in to another Monday episode. And we'll be back with y'all again next week for another Fall Obsession podcast. We'll catch y'all then. See you later.